Hi, Jamie. Hey, Daniel. So you've been doing these tiny challenges for a while. I have been, as a matter of fact, for over a year now. And how are they going? Um, pretty good. Um, in November, I had done NaNoWriMo. So a lot of people know what, what NaNoWriMo is, but not everybody. NaNoWriMo um, stands for National Novel Writing Month. Could you um, just quickly say, you write every day, but you have this, this goal of what? 50,000 words in 30 days. And so that's the objective. And, and, and I did it in 21 days, which was awesome. So I don't know if January's challenge is going to be easier for you because you only have to come up with three words. <laughs> that's good. Three words. I, actually, I think it might take us the whole month to come up with the three words. Last year, I tried it, and I only got to one. What was your word for last year? Uh, my word last year was tell. You know, when someone does something good, tell them. And the thing that we never do is, when we do something good, tell other people because maybe they want to use the things that you do that are good. Yeah. This is Tiny Challenges. I'm Jamie Newberry. And I'm Daniel Steinberg. This is Season 1, Episode 1, Three Words, The Challenge. This episode is sponsored by Narwhal. Well, I would love for you to explain the premise of the three words and where it comes from, because I, it's new to me, too. Chris Brogan started this in 2006, and I actually asked him to explain the purpose of the three words. What I'm working on with regards to three words is I'm usually trying to find three ways to align all of your life such that it's going to uh, can have a little help with the sort of three compass points, so to speak, or the triangulation of three words that can guide you through life and work for the year to come. So that's what he sees as the purpose of the three words. I like it. It's setting intentions. And, you know, I mean, that's something that as I have a long history as a yogi, um, somebody who does yoga. <laughs> and, and that's something that, you know, for every um, practice that we would do or uh, you would set intentions, set intentions for the practice, you set intentions for the year. And I, I think that's beautiful. I think it's a wonderful way to start a year. But I, th I think it's something fantastic to continue through the year. And I think that's something a lot of people start out, you know, it's, oh, it's the new year, resolutions and blah, blah, blah. Well, I asked him about, you know, how this compared to resolutions. Oh, this is a million times better than a resolution for me. Um, I, res resolutions are always kind of weird anyway. Resolutions are, you've given yourself a bad report card in some way. And this is me saying I'm going to fix it or something like that. And the, the truth is that, you know, most of the things we're trying to resolve, we're, we're going at the, the leaves and not the roots. And, and so with regards to these three words, to me, they're the middle of the tree. They're what's growing. They're, they're the bark. They're what's life in front of us right now. And so it's not, you know, I got to lose 30 pounds. It's, you know, movement every day. That's the exact right mindset. Um, you know, and I learned from Dr. B.J. Fogg, who does something called tiny habits. And, you know, it's just breaking down things. You don't, don't say, I want to floss my teeth. I want to floss one tooth. Because once you get there and you make the time for it and you put it in the right sequence of events in your day, um, it becomes something that you're like, oh, I'm there. I may as well floss the rest of my teeth. And it's not about, you know, getting out the door for a run. Put, put your running shoes on. Just put your running shoes on. Start small. Um, break it down, and then it becomes something bigger. To me, I think that embodies the three words challenges. When you come to the end of choosing your three words, you're ready to start using them, I guess. Yeah, I think this is a beautiful sort of like hand-in-hand, hand, right? Spend January. Take some time. Think about it. Think about those three words. What do you, Instead of just being like, I got to be ready to go on January 1st, 
take some time and think about it and and use January to actually plan a little bit. And that was that was something that I feel like I learned I could do better is is a little bit more planning. I think so many people listening to this podcast have probably thought, well, I've got my three words in the 10 minutes that you guys have been talking. I'm, I'm done for January, but take a while. And actually, I asked Chris how long it took for him to think of his words. I start thinking about them somewhere around uh, October or November. And by December, then I, <laughs> it's not like I'm worrying about a deadline. It's just more like it it won't leave my head. So I know one of my words for sure. I know another one about 80%. And then the third one seems a little bit wild card right now. And, you know, what I love about even the process of it is that you can, you discover a lot about yourself because it's, it's, it's a lot of what I like to do is ask questions or, or give instruction that doubles as something a lot deeper than it normally seems to be and that's what i like about this process i guess and it's not that hard you know it's not one of those like we're not doing a you know myers-briggs that slowed me down and made me think this is going to take a while think of three words that i really can live by for the year don't just throw off things like you know lose weight write to my mom you know whatever and and in fact uh write to my mom things things that are, are more than one word uh, he talked about that too because he said some people take three words and they make a phrase out of it. And he said if you're doing that, you're actually wasting a couple of the words. Uh, I always make them three individual uh, words because people will do things like, you know, do good stuff. And I'll be like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's clever. Um, but the challenge with those three words is that you've, you've, you've basically made one phrase and it's all basically on one kind of path. So I try to make three words that are utterly different. So last uh, 2015's three words were plan, leverage, and fabric. Uh, plan being sort of work the plan, leverage being I can work on a million things, but I might as well go for the ones that are going to get the most leverage. Uh, and then fabric, in that case, I sort of meant like the the essential structure of everything, like everything's connected. And so I wanted to make sure that if I was going to bother doing something, that it, it should be connected to other things. And so there wouldn't be any really islands in my plan. So coming up with the three words isn't so easy. After a word from our sponsor, we'll come back and, and give you some strategies for coming up with your three words. But this episode sponsored by Narwhal. Our sponsor this week is Narwhal. It's a fast gesture-based iOS app for Reddit. You can learn more about it and get a direct link to the app at getnarwhal.com. That's G-E-T. N-A-R-W-H-A-L.com, or you can find it on the App Store. Their handle on Twitter is GetNarwhal also, and I have to add a little personal note that I, I absolutely love the personality of their marketing efforts, so they're just, they're just fun. Check them out, leave them some feedback. Thank you, Narwhal, for sponsoring our very first episode of Tiny Challenges. What makes three good words? I, I asked Chris if he had any advice for, for choosing the words. You know, when I'm looking at my own choices of three words, I would say that verbs tend to work rather well. But then I look again and I, I also see a mix of nouns and verbs. And what I'm looking for usually is a word that's going to have more than one meaning or some kind of word that I can invest more into. So I'll give you an example uh, from 2012. My words were temple, which is I'll treat my body like a temple. You know, I'll make sure that I incorporate fitness and nutrition and sleep and health goals, you know, so I can make sure that all that stuff is, you know, piled into one word. Temple was a great word. It just, it, it, you know, it alludes to, alludes to a, a lot of good mental experience. It alludes to the idea that we're going to aim ourselves towards something a little more divine. So there you go. Untangle was my second word, which is a verb. And that meant, you know, I'm going to work from my own core and not let praise or criticism get in the way. 
uh, untangling is to untangle from other people's mentality and stuff. And then practice, which was my verb. The practice is the reward. So in those cases, I had two verbs and a noun. I find that you, if we push direct on something, if we, if we give something just a simple word like ask, do, share, uh, that works. But if we can kind of imbue a little bit of extra color or if we can add a little more story to a word, uh, I find that it kind of works a little bit better in our heads. It helps with memory, too. As you think of words, what type of things are you thinking about? A couple years ago, um, I, I went through like some huge life changes, divorce and second baby and new job, close to coming, all these things, right, in 2009. And in 2010, I, I kind of set my intentions that I wanted to find balance. And balance was my word. Um, balance stuck with me until about 2012. In finding a word, I, I just find, you know, what's missing in my life? I ask myself questions like, you know, where am I and where do I want to go? Take stock to go very introspective and think about what I'm doing with my life, with my time, and am I doing everything? I want? Life is short. You know, we don't have time to waste. We just don't. And we need to, we need to set our intentions and in things that are going to move us in the direction that we want to be going in, that's going to make our life rich and valuable. And, and that's what, you know, that's, that's, that's how I approach my words. You know, what do I need to be doing right now? What's going to make my life more fulfilled? If I, if I thought I were going to be, if, if I knew I was going to die in two or three weeks, what would I do differently than I'm doing now? And how can I bring more of that into my everyday life? What if you took the other, that you were going to live a, a long, fulfilled life? If I was only going to live for two more weeks, I think I would act more selfishly than if I was going to live a long life. And so the words I might choose for two weeks might involve chocolate. But the words I might choose for a, a longer period of time might involve changing the world in, in a way. Maybe, you know, and this gets back to the tiny challenges aspect. Sometimes in order to do big things, we have to take tiny steps to get there. Like I love the focus on just three words. It seems small, but it's really huge. And so say, you know, we look at my word balance, like my life felt like, like if you were carrying a tray of plates, like a big waitress tray with tons of plates on it and somebody just came and flipped it over and everything went everywhere. That's what I felt like my life was those plates on the tray. <laughs> like everything just was everywhere and I needed to put it back together and, and you know, put that plate back up. <laughs> and so, so like I, I needed to figure out what that meant. I mean, even just, I may choose the word balance, but I had to figure out what that meant. What it, what, you know, what should this look like? And I, I did slow, small things to try to work toward, you know, working at home became a thing. Um, spending more time with my kids became a thing, but all of those were sort of supporting roles in the idea of what balance meant to me. You have the waitress tray. Here's how Chris visualizes his words. I have a very visual image in my head of like a backpack, um, sort of a um, probably an army backpack from the 50s or something, canvas kind of backpack. And in it, these three words are like, I pull them out when I need them or, or like Dungeons and Dragons. You know, I'm, I'm going to go face the dragon. What's in my tool set here? What can I use? And so to me, the three words are like that. 2006, when I first did this, I called it ask, do and share. And those three words, you know, ask a lot of questions, ask how I can help, but just keep pestering people with asking things as opposed to blathering like we media makers do. And then do and then share, you know, sharing being the media part, you know, make sure that people, you know, hey, I just figured this out. Now you look at it. 
And that became one of the ways that I got where I got in life was that sharing got a lot of people's attention because I was just forever saying, this is what I just figured out. Want to do it yourself? That's really awesome, though. Like, I, I love that he talks, you know, I love his visual. Um, I love the visual that Chris uses in pulling out, you know, stuff from his backpack. These three, you know, he has the the backpack visual. My visual was the waitress tray, sort of. Um, you know, I mean, it, it is interesting what you can visualize and how it can help you sort of put things where they need to be in your life. And it just kind of depends on where your life's at at the moment. I loved his words, though, you know, asking and sharing. I mean, those are great words. We'll link to Chris's blog post, and you can see the history of the words he's chosen. He actually wouldn't tell me his words for 2016, but they'll be on his website uh, very soon, as soon as January hits. I look at them, and he's changed the way he picks words over time, and I think that's going to happen to people that follow along. This year's words, you'll look back and see, did they work for you, and you'll adjust next year. I loved his word choices, then, you know, I mean, just asking, I mean, just in general, I realize he's probably moved past those words you know, now, but I like the word choices that he had, ask and share. And, you know, I think those are great words. Um, I think sometimes, you know, we have to find our own words and what's right for us at this time, but it's, it's okay to be inspired by somebody else's words too. What I like about that is your words are different than mine. That's, that's obvious, but your words at one point in your life are different from words that you need at other points in your life. I also want to get started on this project because I think looking back, the words will provide a snapshot of where I were, where I was at that time. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly it. And and you know maybe you need to do one again or do them all again. Who knows? But I know you know for me with balance, I I needed to focus on balance, and I and then I didn't, and then I brought it back, and I had space was one of mine as well for for a couple of years until I made space, and and now I feel like I have spaciousness in my life, and and I continually work on that. But I have new things to focus on now. So the the challenge for January is to come up with three words that we're going to use to guide us for the rest of the year. And our plan is to check back in two weeks and see how we're doing and see how people listening to the podcast and playing along are doing. And one of the things I really like that, that uh, Chris has done is he says, uh, just like you were saying, <coughs> excuse me, just how you were saying that your words are, are things that you needed at the time. He talks about how your words uh, define your win. The idea of the three words is we are all so distracted. We are all so overwhelmed. Our inboxes are all full. Everyone tells me they're busy. And I think that the way through that is really just kind of define your wins, define the kind of real pattern or path you want to take. And that's how one sort of wins the game because you have to win your own game uh, you know, we're not all playing the same game, even though we are, you know, we all could have Monopoly boards in front of us right now and you have to be the dog and I have to be the thimble or whatever. Um, <laughs> but my goal might never be to have the big properties. My goal might only be to have uh, the light blue ones because that's my favorite one. I don't know. Um, so I think that that's where we get a little messed up is we try to look at other people's uh, who are playing the same game, other people's version of their win. And if we don't know what ours is, that's where we get messy. So the three words are kind of a choice that way too. The three words are a way to say, this is the part I'm going to work on. And this is the sort of, I don't know, this is the, these are the stamps I'm collecting in my little book. And it doesn't have to be anybody else's. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Tiny Challenges. I'm Jamie Newberry, and I want to thank our guest, Chris Brogan. I'm Daniel Steinberg. This episode's sponsored by Narwhal. Thanks also to James Dempsey and the Breakpoints for providing the original music for this show. Talk to you in two weeks.